And we are back. And we just finished watching 1983's classic, A Christmas Story, rated PG with a runtime of one hour and 33 minutes. This is currently playing on HBO Max and was a perennial favorite, I believe, on TBS or TNT, right? For many, many years. I think even Marathons. like maybe up until last year or two years ago, is they would have twenty four hours of a Christmas, of story, Christmas story on both channels TNT at the same time, and TBS yeah. simultaneously. Yeah. yeah, well, I think it's gotten dethroned by Elf. Now it's Elf. Yes, yeah. <laughs> which they're going to play until I hate until, the movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, I think that this follows the tradition of good storytelling with. The backdrop of Christmas as a story, I guess you could include like It's a Wonderful Life, which also got played ad nauseum. Oh, God, yeah. And then A Christmas Story, and now, I guess, Elf. In this story, we are introduced to Ralphie, played by Peter Billingsley, who dreams about getting a Red Rider BB gun. It, is it something else? Red Rider or something? It's a BB it, it had a long name. It had a long name. Red Rider Bolt Action 200. 200 shot BB gun with a compass in the stock and a thing that tells time. <laughs> that thing was kitted out for 1940. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this, yes, this is a period, I guess, story. Yeah. It takes place in the 40s. We're introduced to Ralphie's parents. It's, uh, Illinois or Indiana? Indiana, I believe. Indiana. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, his mother is played by Melinda Dillon. And his dad is played by Darren McGavin. And then his little brother is played by... Randy. Randy Ian Petrella. Uh And this is narrated by Gene Shepard, who also wrote the novel In God We Trust, All Others Pay Cash. Um, The screenplay is also attributed to Lee Brown, Bob Clark, and is directed by by Bob Clark. This is one of those... um, kind of like all american nostalgia feel good type of movies it's a very simple story this child is pining for this this bb this gun, BB it's gun all, for it's, it's all, all he, he wants, wants and and all, all he thinks about he all like he tries to lay down the the bed of hints for his parents to get the the idea and when when he gets asked by his mom the first thing out of her mouth is you'll shoot your eye out yes, yes. and that's the that's just like the death knell for him. He hears it from his mom. He hears it from his teacher. He hears it from Santa himself. And he just thinks, I'm never going to get this damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny how that weaves through the story. You'll shoot your eye out. You'll like the teacher says it. Out. Santa says it. <laughs> the store Santa says it. <laughs> and it, it, it very much harkens back, I think, to kind of like a, a feel for a different time where... You kind of had well, back then. It was like you'd get your kids BB guns and pellet guns back then. I yeah, mean, my dad without any kind yeah. of and then yeah. Nowadays you caution couldn't, you couldn't do that. Now. Yeah, no, I mean, you can, but your child has a good chance of getting shot because yeah. somebody's not going to have a BB gun. They're going to have the real thing. Right, right. Um, and that thing looked really well back real. then. There wasn't. They were going for authenticity as far as the way things looked. They didn't put like a big orange cap on it to let you know that it was a toy or paint color and day glow colors yeah yeah toy guns looked like guns back yeah, then yeah hell they looked like that when i was a kid yeah i remember yeah. running around marine park with a water gun that looked like an uzi <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't any special colors on it it was just yeah. a straight up uzi 
Yeah, it's 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 interesting how I mean we've had this conversation about how not that our parents didn't care about us, but there was definitely I mean I feel like it's interesting, right? The dynamics. Like I think that there were certain things that our parents were very strict about and then there was stuff that they just didn't care. Like we didn't have car seats. When we were born, we weren't we were put into a car seat. In the back seat. Yeah. yeah. No one really said anything about seat belting us. And we're very cautious about making sure that our kids are seat belted and all that other yeah. stuff, right? So it's, 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 it, but, but at the same time, like, I, I think I've told you the story. Like, my dad wouldn't let me watch Miami Vice because he thought it was over the top. Meanwhile, when I was a kid, yeah. they were taking me to see, like, prom night with topless Jamie Lee <laughs> and Death Wish with Charles Bronson in the theater. So it's like, I don't understand you people. Yeah. But anyway, I guess, uh, raining it up. <laughs> Sorry, that was a crazy tangent. I'm going to go around the table and get impressions. I, I believe my children have seen this movie prior to our whole I, watching it today, but I don't know if they've seen the pieces, whole thing in yeah, one go. I think they've seen yeah, I think they've seen chunks of it, but I think this is the first time we're watching it full. Olive G, I'm going to start with you. What did you think of this film? I thought it was good. Yeah, what did you like about it? Um, I don't know. Did you like the the way the guy narrated it? Did you like the adventures that Ralphie that Ralphie along. would get in? How his friends would suffer? How he Everyone suffered? <laughs> how did he suffer? How did he suffer? He was he was crying. being bullied he all was the being time. Bullied by Scott Farkas the yeah. whole time. Yeah. But he beat his, his Scott d- Farkas fart man up. <laughs> <laughs> he he did eventually, but that was because he had like snapped yeah. by that point. You by know. That point, yeah. He also loses his dignity by having to wear Aunt Clara's yeah. gifts. Would you those. want a big bunny suit like that? I thought it, I thought it looked nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you could get away with it, but I'm sure a boy in the 1940s didn't yeah. want to wear a big pink Nine bunny suit. Nine-year-old boy was not yeah. interested in a big pink well, bunny suit. Boys can like pink. No, they can, absolutely. But I'm just and saying in like the 19... 19- I'm saying in the 1940s, I doubt little boys were into pink or bunnies. No. Yeah. Well, maybe they were. Maybe there's one kid out there that was into pink and like bunnies. Well, I'm, you know what? I'm sure there were, but I'm sure they were very far and few between. Yeah. Did you have a favorite character in this film, Olive G? <laughs> I don't know. No? I guess um, main character. Ralphie. Ralphie. Okay. He was fun. What was the description? Remember to drink your... Oh, oh remember be, to sh- be sure, sure to drink, drink your Ovaltine. Ovaltine. <laughs> he was so mad. So ticked off, yeah. Um, Ovaltine. Did you have a favorite scene in the film? Not really, but I did like that. I thought the scene that was funny is when the dogs just came into the house <laughs> like burglars. And they just destroyed Destroy the, tur- the turkey. <laughs> and like there were just scraps of it. <laughs> How did they do that so fast? Dogs are quick. Dogs are quick. They yeah. Around. Yeah, they're not messing around, especially when there's cooked meat involved. It's a pack of giant hound what, dogs. What about cats? I mean, I, don't oh, I doubt they're traveling in packs like yeah. that. Yeah. And they didn't bust into this kid's house. <laughs> that's yeah. true. But that's because they left the, the back door open or something. That's true. That's true. Gigi, what did you think of the film? It was good. Yeah. Did you have a favorite scene? My favorite scene was when he lies about hearing the curse word from his friend, 
and then you can hear his mom beating the crap out of him on the phone. Poor Schwartz. Oh, God. Poor Schwartz. Yeah. He probably have no idea why he was getting a pound. And he was getting his. <laughs> That's terrible. That's got to be like bad karma all around. These kids, boy, they had no compunction about throwing his shit uh, onto the bus. Uh, at least he didn't do it to Flip. Yeah. I mean, or Flick. Because Flick, Flick, Flick took a getting, hell of a lot of abuse in that movie. Yeah, he sure did. You sure did. Did you have a favorite character, G? Um, I don't know. I guess probably Ralphie too. Yeah. Did you like the way that it was narrated by adult Ralphie? Yeah, dude, that was funny to listen to, to it. Yeah, yeah, and he had like a really great voice. He had a great uh, voice. The actual author, Gene Shepard, is actually the narrator for this. Yeah, and I love this the. Like the vocabulary he would be using to describe stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. that was pretty great too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I, I had never heard that phrase. When, like when I was younger, I had never heard that phrase of, of describing someone you're excited in my mania. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I use that a lot. You yeah. Know? So I'm just like, I, I love that. Yeah, yeah. Well, a lot of it is very set. I mean, the grammar and stuff is used. I mean, he, obviously, he, he was an older writer, and uh, I'm not sure when a, the actual older book writer, had, but it, came it, out. But it, it, he wasn't like speaking like old English, old English no, or anything. It, it was, it was, it was just he had a very expansive and descriptive vocabulary. Yeah, and you don't really get a lot of that in movies because a lot of movies don't really use a narrator, sure, especially a narrator who's basically reading from a memoir. Mm -hmm. So you don't. They usually sort of like trim it down, but this, it really lent to the comedy as far as yes. I'm concerned, just yeah. describing these things in these grandiose terms yeah. that a little kid would not be able to use, but they would if they could. Yes. Because yes. seriously, the Red Rider BB gun was like the holy grail. grail of toys. Yeah. It was like he dreamed of it like it was a religious man dreaming of Christ. Yeah, yeah. It was that a was, quest. That was, that was how important this, this, thing this was. damn gun was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he really thought, like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to con my mom. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to convince the teacher. And, like, everything failed. Even one of my favorite scenes is Santa pushing yeah. him with his boobs down the slide <laughs> and saying, you'll shoot, you'll shoot your eye out. out. Yes, yes. So, yes. I mean, this is... Very much steeped in a sense of nostalgia. It's such a. I feel like it's it's okay. So it's like a Norman Rockwell. It's painting sort of, of like a movie a, of know? a movie. Yes. However, okay. Well, actually, before I make my commentary, I want to ask you, what did you think? I'm sure you've seen this millions of times. I saw this film when it came out. Yes, I saw I this movie when it came out. I enjoyed it too. With my dad and my sister, we went to go get the tree but before we got the tree we went to the theater and we saw it was like a triple feature wow basically it was a triple feature because we just went from theater to theater <laughs> paying for the other movies we saw christmas story we saw fire and ice the ralph bashi cartoon oh wow and parts in between ralph bashi you know, we were we waited in another theater where we saw like the seven gates of hell by some italian director <laughs> Wow, that's a full <laughs> Which day. I didn't understand what was going on in that movie, but it was you like were like nine, right? I was a little kid. It was yeah. about eighty three when 83, this came out. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, I was. I had just turned ten, I think. Okay. Because so was, I must have been eleven. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I mean, and I thought this film was hilarious, and every time I've seen it, I still think it's funny. It's yeah. it's it's definitely aged well. It's. 
It's 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 a good movie. It's it's a quality Christmas film. film. It deserves its its seat in the pantheon, pantheon of, of Christmas, Christmas classics. Movies. Question for you. Okay, so this is the commentary I was going to make. So up until the end, where they're at the bowling chop suey mm-hmm. restaurant, I can see why certain people, not certain people, I can see why people may find that end sequence a little problematic. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I never had a problem with that sequence. Of course, I don't live in those shoes, so I can't opine in that sense. However, I have had conversations with people I know who do find that scene somewhat offensive. And I'm not making excuses, but I think... From the lens of the storyteller, from the story, from the book, this is something that happened, or it might be an embellishment of something that happened. Because, like you said, I, I, I think it's a ne- it's a memoir, right? So, this is something that happened to him that he experienced. But I don't feel like it was malicious, or um, no, it mean- wasn't degrading. It wasn't trying to make fun of anybody it was just this happened to us we were set to have our christmas dinner the neighbor's pack of hounds came and destroyed that we went to have chinese food and the chinese restaurant employees in order to make us feel more christmasy started singing christmas songs to us yeah for me when people get upset about stuff like that like humor like that where it's just sort of you have people who are not used to an accent reacting to that accent. And basically the, the, the joke was that because they have that accent, they can't pronounce the word R. L. Right. They don't. Yeah. So they, so they, they swap L's with R's. Right. And okay. Is that not real? No, it is. You're, you're, you're saying that I can't, you, you can't show somebody with an accent. Yeah. Like to me, that always aggravated me. Like, like uh, like with when, when they were going when they were making this Mario movie, yeah, I remember there was like some oh they're not going to do the Italian accent on him. I'm more upset that he doesn't have the Italian accent than the, that he do, that he does because I, I mean I'm half Italian. I never found that problematic or insulting in any way, shape, yeah. or form. If you do find people having an accent and a problem, that's you. That's you looking for something to be mad about. Right, right. Because guess what? People have accents. Right. And I don't think that sometimes And sometimes other people, they're not going to understand it or it's going to mangle the English language. We're not saying, oh, you're you're stupid for having this accent. No. No. If anything, they're even better because, hey, at least they're bilingual. Who cares if they have an accent? Right, right. They, you understand what they're saying yeah. or singing in yeah. this. It in wasn't this like you, they hired a bunch of, of a bunch of white guys all you know, tape on their eyes to, to and some sort of skin treatment or makeup. Yeah, it was, that it, would be more problematic. That would be more problematic. Right. Like Absolutely. Peter Sellers and uh, Fu Manchu or something like that, or, or Mickey, Mickey Rooney, Rooney yeah, and yeah. Breakfast at Tiffany's. That, That's always the the example that jumps out at me. Yeah, like that is. Oh my God, that's yeah. ridiculous. It's funny. This morning on TCM, they were playing Swing Time. And this is from the 30s. He's with Ginger Rogers, and there's that dance sequence that he does as Mr. Bojangles in Blackface. And Okay, yeah. There's, that's, that's problematic. Yeah. It's, okay. it's weird to watch that now because it's, I understand 
I understand why people would get upset about that. And yet this wasn't, obviously this wasn't an issue in 1936. No one said boo about it kind no, of thing. Uh, yeah. But so my question to you is, could that movie be made now? A Christmas story? Yeah. You think so? Okay. I just wonder because sometimes I wonder if people I are think super I, yeah, sensitive. People, people, those people are super sensitive and they're super loud and they just want to be angry about something. The hell with those people. Yeah. yeah. You're going to tell me that I have to ignore the fact that people with people from foreign countries with an accent trying to speak English that doesn't exist. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's not you can't show that on film. Yeah. Because somebody might laugh at it. You're that's you're the person being discriminatory here. Yeah. You're saying yeah. no, get get rid of that. Right. Yeah, I liked seeing I like yeah. seeing that representation. I liked that this author remembered that. I mean, obviously this is from a time before. Yeah, and plus, yeah, it's a period it's piece in the forties. Right. So it could have been so much worse. Worse. Absolutely. But it, was, absolutely. it wasn't. It was yeah. sweet. It was like these people they're they're in the middle of uh I keep messing up the state. They're in the middle of Indiana, Indiana. Uh -huh. during Christmas. Right. Their Christmas has been ruined. It's it's this is this wasn't a very multicultural neighborhood where you no. have like other religions present. No. This Chinese restaurant would have probably been empty the entire, entire day. Night. They get welcomed in. Oh, this was this is when we were introduced to to Chinese turkey. Yes, yes. <laughs> That's a, that is a, the a little kid with a bittersweet memory a of bitter, not even a not bittersweet even a memory. Sweet, it's yeah, it's like a, a it's a memory. wonderful memorable moment in their life, life where they experience something interesting and new and fun, and everybody was laughing. Even yeah. the even the the owner of the restaurant yes. was like. Oh my goodness! Just yeah. sing something else. Yes, you know? yes, yes, yes. And then they and butchered again, I don't. <laughs> I I did. I've never read the book, but I never felt like the storyteller or even the filmmaker was trying to belittle the staff at the restaurant or no. in any way, shape, or form. No, I think it was, it was just a was snapshot a of something that happened. Yeah. yeah, and a memory that this child had of, like you yeah. said, being and, introduced to Chinese turkey. Yeah, and be and look, they're being welcomed. In Indiana, on of Christmas, all places, yes. Christmas Day, <laughs> it was sweet. Yes, and it's 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 interesting because we celebrate Christmas, but the world is big and vast, and not everyone does celebrate Christmas. And I yeah. think that's also a nice kind of reminder for people that the world is diverse and it's varied and mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And even though these other people don't celebrate Christmas, they were still welcoming. Yeah. And wanting to be part of the community and stuff. I'm going to go around the table and get numbers. I'm going to start with you. One to ten. What would you give this film? I'd give it an eight. I would give it an eight and a half. Gigi, one to ten. I'd probably give it an eight, too. An this eight? This was cute. Very cute. Olive G, one to ten. Eight. Eight. Eight, 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 eight and a half. I think, yes, I think this is definitely a must-watch, right? This is, like, like we said before... One of those Christmas classics that's in the pantheon of Christmas classics. Yes, it, yes. It, 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 and probably until Elf, it was One the most the, the most classics. recent ones. Yeah. I, I don't think I don't know if there's anything in between a Christmas story and Elf that quite cracks that ceiling. Where we should watch that Lindsay Lohan Christmas movie <laughs> <laughs> to show you how good the Lindsay Lohan Christmas movie is. We don't know what the title of it is. 
But maybe that's the newer Christmas classic. You never know. Maybe it'll it'll warm our hearts. It'll make us cry and make us better men. And women. and women. Yeah, we're not men, Dad. We're a woman. <laughs> we're all women here. Young ladies. Woman. Nope. We're all women here. Huntington 2 makes me a better man. Mm-hmm. Really? Is, is Would the first Paddington be considered? Doesn't it take place during Christmas time? Yes, I believe it does. Is he's trying to... And Oh, wait, is this... or is, No, the second one, he's trying to get his... His aunt, his aunt a birthday present. Birthday kiss. Yeah. yeah. I think like it is snowing in Paddington one. Yeah. But, but I think it is around the holidays. Pretty it's, sure. It's not marketed though as a Christmas It's not marketed it's as a like Christmas Die film. It, yeah. I feel like Die Hard is a Christmas movie. It is the holiday. Die Hard, take, co- Die Hard takes company? place during Christmas. Nakatomi Plaza. Nakatomi's holiday party. Yes. It takes place during Christmas, but I don't really know if it's a Christmas movie. I disagree. I don't know. There's no, there's no giving, or <laughs> <laughs> the gift of violence. Maybe. Yeah, I was gonna say John McClane is giving out <laughs> whoop asses. Giving out bullets. Yeah. Yeah. He's giving out lead. Yeah. I'm a lead farmer. <laughs> That's one of the greatest lines in cinema ever. All right. So absolutely, absolutely. If you have not checked it out, or if you have forgotten, absolutely go down memory lane and revisit 1983's A Christmas Story, currently streaming on HBO Max. I believe their sequel, which is supposed to take place in the 70s. Yeah. A Christmas Story Christmas is also there. Is also there. We have not seen that. We have not seen that, but we should probably get that on the list. Mm Mm-hmm. This episode of the podcast is dedicated to our friends and family, immediate, extended, and the family we've created along the way. I want to dedicate this podcast episode to the grandparent, Auntie Jay and Uncle Mike, Uncle George, Uncle Mike and Aunt Erica, Uncle Jay, Uncle Leo, and Kevin, and all the wonderful people that make up our colorful extended family. We love you. We appreciate you. We're so happy that we're on this journey together. Thank you so much for everything that you do for us and for the love and support that you always give us. A shout out to my buddy, Jack Martin. Thank you for remembering me and being so generous and kind. Thank you for my new team, for Kate, for Sabina, for Serge, and for David. And thank you again for your generosity. It's so much appreciated. Not necessary, but very, very, very grateful and appreciated. And we wish everyone out there the very merriest of holiday seasons. Whatever you celebrate, may you always be surrounded by everyone and everything that you love. And may health, wealth, happiness come to you and yours in abundance today and every day. All right. And that's it from us. And we will bid you all a good night. night. Good night. Shoddy's like a melody in my head that I can't get out.